you are now tuning in to Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. LaTanya Moore. This is the place where we cover all things related to your spiritual maturity. I'm talking topics, experiences, and application. It's also the place where you can receive practical tips to strengthen your relationship with God. Hashtag practical. So let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in to today's episode. Hey, 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 come on in. How are you doing, sis? How are you doing, bruh? Oh my goodness. It's another episode of Spirituality Podcast. You are in the right place today. If you don't know, today's episode is dropping on Valentine's Day. And no matter when you listen to this episode, I want to say happy Valentine's and let you know that you are loved. Okay. Your girl has bought the chocolate covered strawberries because I want to make sure that I'm treating myself. Okay. Myself. And so I am loved loving right now, just the opportunity to just enjoy myself on this day and time of love. All right. So listen, we're going to jump right into this thing because today we're talking about God's love. God's love, y'all. If this is your first time here, you came on the perfect episode because listen, it's going to be good. Okay. I still want you to go back. I still want you to listen to season one because it's some foundation in there and I need you to listen. Speaking of foundation, y'all, the workbook, the devotional journal, the spirituality devotional journal from season one is now in pre-order status. Woo-hoo! I feel like I can put a whole air horn. I might just drop an air horn here anyway, because it's a whole celebration. I took every episode from season one and created a workbook. And so pretty much you have a topic page that gives you the topic. You have an experience page that gives you the scripture, right? That we discussed in that episode so that you can reflect and meditate on that scripture a a bit more. And then you have the application page and it has all the applications from those episodes. In addition to that, it has some reflective questions, right? So how did the experience, you know, work for you? What did you, you know, notice or observe after you spent this time with God or whatever it was, you know, that we talked about doing? And then there are just pages for you to review, right? So oftentimes, you know, we might absorb some things in our minds or we might have some opportunities to, you know, really learn new things, but are we reflecting on what our experience was as well as just reviewing what we learned, right? How do we change anything in our lives as a result? Y'all, the journal is in full effect. If you are ready to pre-order, not even if you're ready, I need you to be ready to pre-order because there are a couple things happening with these pre-orders. One, you're definitely going to get a signed copy, okay? I am making sure that I sign, not just sign, just a little scribble of a name, but I'm making sure that I put a note in every signed copy. So make sure you address um, your name, you put your name in that comment section when you order as well 
as the party. It is going down on March 19th. I have scheduled a Zoom party for the devotional journal release, and it is going to be the one-year celebration for the podcast because the podcast started on March 22nd. And so I want you to be a part of all of those things. Come on now. I need you there. I want to interact with everyone. It's on Zoom on purpose because I want you to be able to talk to me. Okay. And I need cameras on too, because I like to talk to people. (laughs) I want to see what you look like if you've been listening to the podcast. All right. So Pre-order link is in the show notes. Head on over there and I will make sure that I get your invite in the mail and get everything set up for you to attend. Let's go. You know, I had to throw all of that in there because I just got excited just about going back on season one. (laughs) But today we are talking about God's love and it feels, you know, so important to talk about this, you know, in this month of love, you know, people really celebrate love in February. And so hopefully all year long, I mean, all right, (laughs) y'all, but it felt so important to cover this because, you know, it's even like when you say God's love, it's almost like I have to say it gently because it's just that sweet, right? There's a song by Maverick City and it's called Lean Back. Lean Back is such an amazing song because it just talks about leaning back into the loving arms of my father, right? And I love this song because it talks about how God's love is patient and God's love is kind. So it talks about all those things. But the line that really takes me to another level when you think about God's love is when it says, this song says, you know, I never knew what love was. I I never knew. And I love this because when you have been in love with somebody, a person, right? And you think you know what love is and you got all the butterflies and your heart is all caught up in it. And then you experience the love of God. Listen, there is nothing like this experience, right? When you have, you know, thought you loved and you thought you knew what love felt like, but then you experience God's love. Let me tell y'all, it's on another level, okay? You can't even describe it properly. Like, it's just that good. So I wanted to talk about his love. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about last episode was just, you know, how important it is to really be motivated in your kingdom walk. Well, having his love, love for yourself, right? And knowing the characteristics of his love is so important for your kingdom walk as well. God's love is unconditional. It isn't contingent upon what you do, how you act, how you respond, what you say. Uh Uh-uh. It ain't like that man kind of love. Nah, it's unconditional and it won't fail you. All right. It won't fail you. God's love is unfailing. Psalms 136 tells us about that. It's unfailing. It will not fail you. Unlike man, where we might get let down from time to time from, you know, the people that we love. Nope, not from God. It's unfailing. God's love is healing. God's love is restoring, just like the song says. God's love is agape love, okay? It surrounds you. It is the deepest kind of love, right? It's unveiling. It reveals things. God is love. We know this. 
because first John four and eight tells us and describes that whoever does not love does not love God because God is love. And so I want you to know and understand how deep this thing runs. Okay. God's love will surround you. And I pray that it does even now as you listen to this amazing episode. Listen, Lady J is on the podcast. Lady J is coming through with all the characteristics of God's love, teaching us about God's love, breaking down love languages, okay? You want to stay tuned because this is about to be epic. For Lady J, ministry started in 2015 while deployed to Afghanistan, where she served in the United States Army. There, she functioned as the worship leader and main facilitator of the weekly women's Bible study. Lady J faithfully lent her gifts there until redeploying to the U.S. In September 2019, Lady J released her freshman project, featuring her first single, Used By You. This anthem unleashes liberation to countless audiences nationwide each time it is heard or ministered. More than an artist, Lady J is an innovative instrument of influence with a passion for mentorship. Resulting from this passion came the launch of her Loving Me Academy, a global ministry mentorship program that aids women in sharpening the knowledge and execution of their gifts. Lady J is a minister who continues to brand herself as a multifaceted game changer as she blazes her own trail with her music career and ministry efforts. So Lady J, welcome to the podcast. Yes, I'm so excited, sis. <laughs> Me too. I love everything you are doing, okay? <laughs> Your girl has caught some of the Instagram lives or a lot of them. Your girl has caught prayers. I'm talking about study time, Bible time. Okay. And if there is anyone I know, like who is on social media, who is just authentic, Mm -hmm. just authentic. You know, you are on there. You like moving your braids. (laughs) Girl, listen, this is me, right? Hello. (laughs) I love it because you don't like to get on there and feel like people are acting, you know, and you're just so authentic. So I love everything you do. (laughs) I appreciate it. And listen, the love is mutual. Like your heart for God's people, your heart for his word, your heart for strategy and prayer. Like it's huge. And it's what is honestly what we need in the kingdom right now. It really is time out for just talking about things, right? Even the word says you can't just be a hearer. You got to be a doer. So the fact that God has given you an ear to not just hear, but to do. And then also it's, it's one thing to hear and do for yourself, but it is genuinely a gift to be able to have a ear to hear God concerning someone else and walk them through to the application. So sis, shout out to you and what you're doing. My God, don't you make me get all emotional on this podcast. We just started. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yes. Well, I love it. It is Valentine's and we're talking about God's love. Okay. God's love. So I would love for you to just tell us about your experience with discovering God's love. 
Yeah. Okay. So, whew, okay. I'm going to really try to keep this short and concise because, you know, I have a community and God gave me what is called the Loving Me Academy. And so I really do um, center myself in love. And it's a taboo topic for people in the church. Self-love it is. Um, you know, we talk about love, but it's always from the premise of God's love and giving love. But I say this often, though God told us it is better to give than to receive, what he did not say is it's better to be depleted in order to fill someone else. And so um, Come on now. I, think, <laughs> I think for me, that was the first that was the first lesson in love. And not just the first lesson in love in general, but the first lesson in self-love, right? And and unpacking the the premise that the church kind of, you know, imported and, and poured into me that kind of blinded me to the truth of loving from the inside out instead of always looking for it to be filled. And so for me, um, I started my genuine love journey uh, right after I had my son and listen saints this may be a little explicit but I'm gonna be honest and say it how it is because like my girl told y'all I'm real authentic so y'all gonna catch these words but but um you know it started right after I had my son and I was breastfeeding and I'm a married woman so you know I had I had wifely duties to tend to and it got to a point where I said, God, my son wants my top half during the day. My husband wants my bottom half at night. This can't be life. Like, there's got to be more to this, sir. There has to be more to this. And so wow. God said to me, it's time for you to go on a journey to self-love. And I was just really, I was torn. Because one, I think I'm a pretty dope chick. So I was like, okay, cool. This is going to be easy. Yes, loving me. Um, but at the same time, it was just so foreign that word self-love it was so foreign and i only knew it in the cliche version of people saying like oh i love me like you gotta have self-love but i didn't know really what that meant it was just a buzzword at the time and so um god kind of took me on a journey of unpacking when david says search my heart right search my heart and and test my anxieties it was that premise that god had to show me that in order for you to really have love for yourself you have to be able to unpack the good the bad the present the past and be and be okay to look the person you are in the mirror and say you're good and you are just dropping gems already <laughs> okay. Whew, so many things I could go back to, but it's so interesting that you brought up how, you know, sometimes um, the church teaches us what the church teaches us. Right. And sometimes we can be blinded by that. But what I found and what I talk about all the time is that is when we come into relationship with God yes. that, that we can really understand, you know, what what they meant in church. Right. You right, know, right. They told us a couple of things. But mm -hmm. and then I love that the, the unpacking. Right of how you discover God's love, how you feel your internal, your self-love, you know, and how you really go on this journey is, is having to unpack some things. Y'all, we got to heal, okay? That part. <laughs> we got to heal. Wow. And we can't be afraid to heal. That's the thing. We can't be afraid to heal. And it's crazy to think because healing, Jesus, come on, Lord, because you ain't never said it to me like this. Healing has a split connotation, Right a split connotation because it, on, on one part we know the outcome of healing is to be whole and so that's exciting to look forward to but then we also know the the process of healing 
can be work. It can be a reminder of where you're not. It can be a reminder of who you used to be. Like there really is a split connotation. So depending on your perspective of entering, come on somebody, depending on your perspective when you enter depends on the process and the end state of your ladder, right? Because you may go into healing like, gosh, you know, like with this negative mindset of, I just, I don't understand why I got to do this or why I got to go through this or why she, that comparison, I'm telling y'all, listen, I battle with it sometimes. So I'm going to just be honest. So I, I know deep down the roots of comparison, but it makes you focus on where you're not instead of what you should be looking at is what God promised you on the other side of that thing. That's so good. Depends on where you enter, right? Woo. That's so good, y'all. Oh my gosh. I love talking about, you know, your kingdom walk and how that trajectory shifts, right? And so if you're even thinking about this now and how you learn about God's love, how you learn about the importance of loving you, how has your, you know, the trajectory of your kingdom walk really shifted because of that? So I'll say this, this scripture alone is was my turning point when I was kind of walking through this process of finding, finding God's love and understanding my love from the inside out. It's Mark 12 and 30, Mark 12, 30 and 31. And it says, and one, I really focus on 31 and it says, the second is this, you shall love your neighbors as yourself. There's no other commandment greater than these, right? Well, at the time Jesus is saying, right, what's the greatest thing? Love God with everything. Love God with your heart. Love God with your soul. Love God with your mind, your strength, everything, right? But then he says that the second one is almost almost as great as the first, right? God is saying, at the magnitude in which you should love me, you should almost love your neighbor as yourself. And as, that two-letter word, shortest word in the sentence, most impactful because it is literally it is literally uh, the difference between you walking in this commandment or not right love your neighbor as yourself yeah, yeah. and if we don't accent the as we'll be doing it all wrong love your neighbor as yourself if you don't have love for yourself then you're only projecting a lie you're not projecting love you're projecting a lie and the reality is if god god said if you do not love you do not know the father because i am love so there's no way you can be walking around talking about I love God and I know God and I love other people if you do not look the person in the mirror to say I love you. And furthermore, you cannot look the person in the mirror and say I love you if you haven't even spent time with yourself. Watching Netflix, that's not spending time with yourself. Talking on the phone with your friend, <laughs> that's not spending time with yourself. God, you know what I mean? We think that watching Netflix is spending time with you. No, that's distracting you. Yep, that's you taking your mind off of having to spend time with you. Yeah, and, and so you know, I think it's so important because again, we miss it. It's it's a short word as, but it literally is the prerequisite for loving and fulfilling the commandment is having a self love. And so that was my, that was my turning point. That was, that was my turning point when God had to unveil that to me. Wow! If you don't have love for yourself, you are projecting a lie that that part <laughs> wow 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 my gosh so now i need to feel like i need to do a whole post about the word ass okay come on do it the mm. word as wow so 
so you got to this point where you know you were experiencing things personally right oftentimes we do in our personal lives and you went to god to say hey this can't be it he began to show you you know this journey of self-love that you would go on well you know thinking about how we all experience this differently what tips would you provide to others on you know how to understand and really walk in god's love so i know you love application so mm-hmm. I know when you say tips, you saying says how, how listen, yes. how can we apply, apply, apply? Hashtag practical um, tips. Right. Um, dang, I don't even know why this just dropped in my spirit, but apply, apply, and deny, right? Some things that you some there's some things you need to apply. There's more things you need to apply, but there's also some things that we have to deny, right? Sometimes you have to deny people what they want in order for you to get what God wants. And so, okay, how can I apply? I am really huge on love language by virtue of, you know, love. If you've read the love languages by Gary, I think his last name is Chapman. So bad because I say it all the time. But if you read the five love languages, it even speaks from a premise of receiving love from other people. Now, the only problem with that is you are with yourself more than you are with other people. And the people that we tend to be around because of work and we always, you know, work in long days, those are not people that you can have an expectation to fill your love tank. So literally. My God. So you so, telling me my coworkers can't fill my love tank? No. You Woo. know, they, they, can provide, they can provide a sense of love, but you are with yourself most of the day. So if you are not intentional to fill your own love tank, you probably, again, running on E talking about, I love me. You know, just like we say, I love God. You don't, you don't, you don't love God. You know, God. Well, some of us need to be honest and say, I don't love me. I just know me. Some of us walking around and knowing ourselves, but we're not walking around and loving ourselves. And so how can we apply this? Okay, let's take the love languages. You know, for example, there's five love languages. You have words of affirmation. You have gifts. You have acts of service. You have physical touch and you have quality time. Right now, if you think of all of those love languages, you can probably think of what you want other people to do, but about what you can do for yourself. Okay, I like words of affirmation. Write yourself a love letter, put it in the mailbox, put the flag up, let them take it. And then one day when it comes back to you, sit down and open it and read the love letter that you gave to yourself. Right. How beautiful of a moment could you have with yourself? Right. Because you were intentional to, you know, to say, you know, to speak to yourself, waking up and reminding yourself through words of affirmations. It might sound corny. And, but listen, words of affirmation is huge. Why? Because God said, whatsoever you loose here, he'll loose in heaven. Whatsoever you bind here, he'll loose in heaven. How does he do that? Through words. Your words have power. It's death and life in your mouth. And you worried about people liking you and affirming you. It's in your mouth. Death and life. It's in your mouth. And so words of affirmation, speak over yourself and do it on a schedule, not by coincidence, right? Stop doing it spontaneously. It's a part of my daily routine. Wake up, pray to God, and celebrate myself as his greatest creation. How? Speaking over myself, right? So words of affirmation, it's important. Okay, sorry, y'all, could y'all tell that's my love language? <laughs> Definitely love language. But then even if we're even if we're doing gifts, okay, every paycheck, set a limit. And purchase something for yourself. Stop worrying about, well, I don't got no man to buy me this bag. And I don't got no woman, you know, to, uh, you know, take me on a date or get me some new, a new fitted cap. 
Don't even worry about it, bro. Like money aside, every paycheck. And that's just for you to go get something nice for yourself. It doesn't have to be a lot. It just has to be intentional. If you are someone who likes quality time, right? Take yourself on a date. Oh my gosh. I'm married with kids and, and my myself. dating myself and it is fabulous. I can people watch. I take my journal and I just write my thoughts. What have, you know, like, what have I been thinking a lot? My a love letter to myself while I'm eating dinner. I'm telling y'all it's this something about taking myself on a date. It does. It does it for me. So too. That's what I love about dating myself. I'm like, all right, so I expect these things. If I'm willing to do them for myself, then somebody else needs to be willing to do them as well. So yeah, I'm raising the bar for myself. <laughs> First of all, that's huge because it, it, for exactly, ugh, that's so good. I'm setting the expectation for other people. Okay. I want everybody right now, while you listening to this, right? Think about that. What expectation are you setting for other people to love you? based on what you're doing for you, not what you want. Listen, Tanya, you said it, right? You said it. And that's, that's huge to sit in that because we do think about the expectations you set for other people. Half the time when we set expectations is based on fairy tale. I would really like if he would do this and I would really like it. Okay, cool. Now, right now, right after you write that in expectations, tell me how you're doing that for yourself. (laughs) Right. I actually read it in a post one time. Most of the time we're making these lists of things we want other people to do for us or the qualities that we are looking for in someone. And they aren't qualities that we even have. <laughs> Come on now. Like, this is real life. This is right. real life. Now, I know Jesus can exceed uh, our standards, but listen, Come on now, we gotta meet him with something, okay? We gotta meet him with um, okay, so what did I have? Words of affirmation, gifts, quality time, physical touch, y'all. Listen, for single saints or non-single saints, it don't matter. Sex is not the only physical touch. Like massage your feet, okay? I never really thought I could do. I I would soak my feet in some hot water and then sit on the couch, watch a nice movie and massage my own feet. Why? Because the the point is, it's the act of the physical touch for you, right? Whether it's painting your nails, right? Take a moment, just something about clipping my own nails and filing my own nails and just being quiet. Like, right. I'm not, it's not distracted. I'm, I'm, I'm having a moment with just me. I don't need to go to the shop to do it. It's just the act of me physically doing something for myself. Girl, even massaging my shoulders and my neck, washing Mm -hmm. my hair, like it's it's a it's the physical touch that really does it. Doing a sugar scrub in the um in the shower, taking a nice hot bath, like sit down with you. Take away all the distractions and the noise, sit down and talk and 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 do it for you. Yeah. Um, let me see. So men have a hard time with that. So what would you suggest? Do you have anything just kind of to pull for me, for a man who loves physical touch, who is a single saint, you know? See, the only thing about men, they have a problem tapping into emotions anyway. So it's, it's not even, you know, just about like, okay, well they, they think physical touch and they think, you know, just sex. It's that if I were to tell a man to touch his own feet, he would probably, that's intimacy, right? And he would still be like, I'm not finna whip out my big size 11s or 12 and get to rubbing my toes, you know? But it's like, listen, then is physical touch really your love language? Or do you just like sex? My God, well, There's a well, difference, well. you know? There's a difference between this is my love language and I just like sex because what if you are married 
Is the only thing you want is sex? Or what about when she wants to hold your hand? Or what about if she's always just sitting up underneath you while you're watching TV and you're touching shoulders? Or what if she just wants to lean her arm on you? Is that annoying? Because you're like, man, it's hot, right? I hear so many guys talking about some. It's hot. Like, I don't like to cuddle and spoon. And it's physical touch ain't your love language, bro. You just like sex. So you, I think it starts with really identifying, is that really your love language? Or do you just like sex, plainly put? Because there's a difference. So was there one more? Yes. Acts of service. Acts of service. Okay, listen. The reason why we like acts of service is because most of the time, if this is your love language, it's normally rooted, it's normally rooted in what you don't want or like to do, right? I don't like doing the dishes. So it's the act of service for somebody else to do the dishes for me. I don't like taking out the trash. It's the act of service for somebody. But it's 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 less about doing and it's more about the outcome, right? So I, ooh, my closet. When my life seems all over the place, I go look in my closet. And 99.9% of the time, if I just feel like my life is kind of chaotic or I feel like I'm all over the place, I'll, it's weird, but I'll go look in my closet and I'm like, dang, all this stuff, like I, my clothes, my shoes, they're all just kind of piled in my closet. And then the moment I clean my closet, I don't like doing it, right? I'll be honest. I don't like doing it. It's just so tedious for me. But the moment I clean my closet, it's like I get so much clarity and it brings me a sense of peace. It bring, it makes me feel good. It's that love, right? And I don't know if I said this, but sometimes we get the, let me say it like this because of what I just said. Love is an action word. It's not an emotion. And we kind of, we tend to get that confused. We think like, well, the butterflies are gone. I don't love them anymore. I'm not, they're not making me feel good. This, 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 and this. The word of God says, God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son. Meaning God loved us so much that he acted, right? He didn't just say, I'm going to give them butterflies. Because he could have spoke butterflies into existence at that point. But butterflies were already here, y'all. So the reality is, God said, I love y'all so much that I'm going to act. And so it is the act of doing that invokes the emotion. It is the act of doing that invokes the emotion, not the emotion that invokes the act, because we all know what we all know in reverse what happens, right? I don't feel like it. They're getting on my nerves. I'm t- and then you don't do. But that's not how God has taught us to do. That's why he said you can love your enemies because it's not about how they make you feel. It's about carrying out the word. So I don't like cleaning my closet, but the fact that I do it for myself because I love myself. Once it's done, it's that, it's that, again, that invoked emotion that I'm like, yes, this was so good. So whether it's cleaning up the closet, whether it's taking out the trash, whether it's cleaning the house, whether it's doing the dishes, it's just completing a service or something that you know that's necessary or that you would like to be done. think this is a good time to take a break and just remind you that if you're listening to this podcast and you are loving what you hear to go over to Apple, go over to Spotify, go over to whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now and rate this podcast. Come on, y'all. I need some fives. I need five stars. So rate the podcast. Put a review in. Let me know what you're thinking because that is how this podcast will rise to the top. And I seek to be amongst the number one players. So please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you. Listen, 
businesses. First of all, you just broke down in practical tips the five love languages and how to do it while loving yourself okay talk about love month valentine's baby you gotta love yourself first (laughs) you got to love yourself but you know what's so interesting is that as you talked about cleaning your closet i began to have a visual of of like god showing me physically moving things around in your space and making room And what that even means for your mind, for your spirit, you know, sometimes we can let things pile up. That's me with my clothes. But sometimes we can let things pile up and physically it's piled up, but we don't even realize how much it's impacting us spiritually, how much it's impacting us mentally. And it's literally taking space. So y'all, whether acts of service is your love language or not, take some time and clear your space. Okay. Just clear your space. Just clear it. (laughs) that's so good to me you know Janelle first of all let me just say you're running a whole community over here you are you know having bible studies and you know prayer time and have a conference all of those things so it 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 looks like you know you have grown so much I could imagine right in what area of your spirituality have you grown the most in my spirituality is it cliche to say love (laughs) like is it cliche to say love um you know i i think that in this area of self-love i've really grown the most because if i didn't kind of use the cliche love even though we're talking about it and that's really is like i said my community is called the loving me academy so of course right we know that the area god wants you to talk about and share about is typically the, the area you learn most about I'll even say an identity, you know, identity. And I say that I think identity and self-love really go hand in hand. And it's because at the point that I asked God, what do I do? And he said, self-love was the solution. I think the biggest thing I was dealing with was identity. It's hard. It's hard when you put your identity in titles, right? For me, the reason why I was battling so much inwardly is because I was putting my identity in titles. And so here I am feeling like my value and worth was contingent on how good of a mother I was. When I was thinking my value and worth was contingent on how good I was in my marriage. When I put my value and worth and how good I was doing in the army because at the time I was in the military and I didn't really care for it. I was just doing it. And so what happens when my identity is in my career and I really don't like my career, all of a sudden I really don't like myself. What happens if as a mother, my kids are just going through stages and they're not listening and it seems like everything's out of whack. I start feeling like I have no purpose. What happens in my marriage when I feel like me and my husband aren't communicating and I feel like he's not understanding me and I feel like I'm not making him happy. I start feeling worthless. And so all of these things start compiling. And so God really, I think my biggest lesson in my spirituality is identity, (laughs) right? Like embracing identity and understanding that when God said he created us in his image, that was the only identity I would ever have. Oh my God. Why? Because that identity never changes. I'm a daughter of God. I'm a daughter of God. And that literally 
will never change. Come season, come hell, come high waters, you know, high waters come, it, it doesn't come what may. Sickness or in health, when, I, when I'm flourishing or when I'm failing, when I'm filled with love or filled with hatred, because if we're honest, we have hatred in our heart. It's the one thing that combats all of, listen, no matter what, good or bad or indifferent, the one thing that's never going to change is I'm his daughter. And if, and if I really understand that that is my identity, that comes with a superpower, my a God. superpower that nobody can contain or take. Nobody mm. can contain or take your identity, but you have to first know it. My God. Ooh. I'm talking about feeling the spirit over here on a whole new level. Y'all, I'm putting myself on mute because I'm I'm speaking in tongues over here, but let me just say, (laughs) nothing, as she said, come hell or high water, nothing can shift or change that piece. And that is God's love. Okay. That's God's love. Yeah. My Lord, where you're in a season in your life, um, that, you know, we're all in different seasons and my gosh, okay, the, the presence is just so heavy, y'all. I hope y'all yeah. feel it through the waves. <laughs> you, you know what's, you know what, you you know what's really crazy? The moment his presence falls, my daughter comes and gets the baby. Like, no distraction, right? Some Somebody somewhere listening because of Tanya, your obedience, because of your obedience, someone is being released today. Because of your obedience, Somebody is being delivered today because of your obedience, right? I just hear God saying that there were seasons that you were asking God, should I walk away? Recently, you were saying, God, is this even, is this even going to mean anything? God, do people even, do people even listen in enough? Are they just kind of tuning in for support or is it blessing them? And I just hear God saying that because you've been obedient, because you have pressed in and and stayed in position, because you understand what it means to endure, that's why you're winning the race. That's why you're winning the race because you decided that no matter who shows up or who doesn't show up, you're, I hear God, you're needed and you're necessary for the kingdom. It's not, it's not just because you like it it's not just because you want to be seen or heard it's because you want to be impactful so no matter what platform you go to or you don't go to what matters is that you are changing hearts and minds you are changing lives you are birthing purpose you are establishing identity because of who you are when you walk into rooms people gain access Thank you, Jesus. When you walk in rooms, people are gaining access. Right now is the time for you to just pace yourself because when it all of a sudden falls, you're going to be wishing that you can come back to this place. It's crazy that where you are now, you're wishing for a different place. And God said, but when I deliver you to that place, you're going to be wishing for the silence. And so honor the silence because when the noise comes, you're going to be fighting for the silence. And so, whoo, Jesus, stay in this exist. My your God, my God, your obedience and your faithfulness Lord. and your ability to endure is the reason why there's so many people watching and being, listen, my God, Thank you, God. so many people are watching and being delivered and you don't even know it. Mm, my God. Hallelujah. So you have to get comfortable in knowing that God's job well done is so much more 
impactful. I just feel, I feel like it's dominoes. Like I feel Ooh, like you can just see dominoes like falling in the spirit. And God is saying that you just thought that you knocked over one person. Like you talked to one person and you just thought like, okay, that was enough. But that's because what you didn't see is the ripple effect that your voice has. Your voice has a ripple effect. Your anointing has a ripple effect. Your obedience has a ripple effect. And God is just saying, just like sound waves, they go out and come back. God said, your words are coming back. Your promises, they're coming back. What he's promised you. I don't know. God promised you something really. God promised you something huge this year. And I don't know. I can't hear or see what it is. But God is saying that he made you one huge promise. He made you one huge wow. promise this year. And he said, in order for you to have received that promise, you had to first invoke something. And because you finally released it, even in fear, because you finally released it, he said, watch when it comes back. Woo, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah, God, I receive it. I receive it. Woo, the presence, <laughs> y'all, the presence, the presence. <laughs> Lord, I'm so grateful. Yeah. I can see those dominoes with you, yes. Talk about Ooh. love. This is honestly, this is what love does. It releases. Yeah. Like love releases. And I think that that's, you know, I know we're talking about love. And I think the reason why it's so important is because when you're really walking in self-love, because I battle with comparison, which it's important that you realize the ministry God calls you to, because of course you'll have that, you know, that, that opposite effect compete, competing for it, for the attention of it. And, and the fact that God has called me to walk in self-love, I have to combat comparison. And I think the more I focus on self-love, the more I focus on identity, the more that I don't compare, I propel. And that's the difference. When I'm comparing myself, it's like I almost want to pull someone back in order to be pushed forward. Mm -hmm. But when I walk in self-love and identity, I'm 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 not repelling you. I'm propelling you higher and further because I'm, again, I'm able to look myself in the mirror and feel sustained and fulfilled in the fact that at the end of it all, I'm the daughter of God. That's my identity. And I'm okay Woo. with that. Yes, Lord. Woo. Listen, y'all, this thing went another way, but I already know is that's exactly what, what you all uh, needed and what God wanted. You know, um, we prayed before this podcast that Lord, we decrease and you increase and he just increased. <laughs> Sis, I thank you so much. My God, I am going to meditate on that word right there. Okay, listen, <laughs> go back because there were some things that I want to run. And, um, you know, we got one more question. So I'm going to have to run after. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sis. Oh, my God. So if you had to think about this season in your life, what is one word that describes what God is teaching you in this season? It has to be one word. Can it be a phrase? Go for it. Take the phrase. (laughs) You know why? Because um, this keeps coming up. Last year, God said the word was exposure. And it's crazy because when we first started talking today, that's what you said was your January word. So I was like, that's really funny. Um, Because last year, God said last year was the year of exposure. And this year is the year of affirmation and manifestation. And I was like, hmm. So I guess they are kind of, they are kind of words. They're just multiple ones. Yeah. But God said, in, in order for me to expose you, right, you do one or two things. You either embrace the exposure for growth or you repel the exposure and you stay the same. And so what Good. God said, what God said was, is, hey, at the end of the day, this year, things are being intensified. 
right? So if you allow the exposure to to harden you, you know, like if you're upset because of exposure, you don't understand who God is. You just don't. Because God, the only way, the only way God can bring you better is if he exposes the worst, right? Think, think about that, That's right? True. Like the only way God can bring you better is if he exposes the worst because you have to replace it, right? Yeah, Whatever yeah. you're latching onto, God is like, hey, that's not really what you need. This is what you need. But in order for him to tell you that that's not what you need, you have to have exposure. And so God said that, you know, last year I exposed people and for some of them, they didn't embrace it. They, you know, they repelled it. And so, and, and so I think that even hearing you say that, you know, God told you that exposure was for January it reminds me that he's a God of second chances, right? Even though this year is supposed to be the year of affirmation, him affirming what he said, because God said what he had said, mm-hmm. you know, um, even though it should be the year that God is affirming what he said, he came back around to say, hey, you didn't understand my exposure last year, but let's 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 quickly get a crash course in exposure this month. This month. <laughs> right, this month, because he's trying to affirm Firm some things. He is trying to manifest some things. And 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 honestly, if I had to put a word for affirmation and manifestation, I would say shift. And I feel like so many of us have been hearing that word shift, right? Oh, I feel like you got to shift. And the reason is because once God exposed you, you got to shift in position. And so um, if I've had to sum up the word, I will say shift because God did say to me, if you're not willing to shift, then you're settling to suffer. Yeah, that's powerful. I'm going to have to put that up too and quote you on it. Because <sighs> my Lord. Yes, ma'am. When I tell you, yeah. y'all, it's, the it's blankets. Heavy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. Man, we have just experienced so much, you know, um, in 2020. And, you know, I really feel like God just set us up for something great, right? But some people have unfortunately held on to 2020 and haven't, like you said, propelled. And I believe that it's those people who, you know, jumped on board for everything that God was doing in 2020. And they are going to accelerate. That manifestation is coming in 2021. Okay. And I'm here for it. And I hope you all are too. Yeah. That's so good. Man, well, this podcast has been amazing. Please tell people, I know they're going to want more, want to follow you, (laughs) want to maybe even join the community. Please, please, please tell us, you know, about where we can find you. Yeah, well, I first just want to, before I talk about me, I want to just tell you, thank you. Um, Thank you for having me on your podcast. I don't take it lightly. I really do take it in honor that you would see um, God enough in me to say, hey, I value her voice. Um, in order for her to speak, because I, I I know that I'm very protective of my community and not that I'm possessive, but I'm protective. And it's because, you know, when people have attached themselves to your voice and, and your ear to God, that it's, it's, it's something that you should take, you know, to heart. And so the fact that you trusted my voice enough to be able to share with your community. I just want to say thank you. That that means a lot. Um, You're so. so welcome, my God. It was it wasn't even a choice. Okay, God said it. Like yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I know him. 
<laughs> so um no that that means a lot um but yes you can follow me i'm i move a lot on social media especially ig i am a brand and strategist coach um especially for um instagram so i do a lot of coaching for instagram a lot of um helping brands to grow and i love um i love teaching faithpreneurs women I've been called to women, so um, I coach women faithpreneurs how to grow their brand, and my kind of like slogan is, right, get out of your head and get in your bag, right? Stop focusing on all of the reasons why you can't or what you're not doing or, you know, I don't know what to do. Sometimes we kind of become crippled because we just don't know the next step, so I like to coach you out of your head and in your bag but my baby is the loving me academy my ministry that god has given to me so you can find me at either life as lady j on my personal account where i talk about ministry motherhood and marriage or if you want to join the community what i like to call it my tribe um you can join at the loving me academy like all spelled out the loving me academy we have a monthly membership um because i think it's important that as women we don't do life alone and so we pray together we have virtual events together um we do mindset coaching calls together i lead and facilitate those so um it's it's a really nice membership and um community for the, what, we, what i call the insiders um but yeah we do a lot we have our online uh, women's conference actually we're doing that now it's always in the month of february in march we will be in atlanta so on march the 12th we are a brunch in atlanta tanya where are you at i'm in north carolina and I'm like, oh, I so many girls driving up from, I have a lot of girls driving up for the brunch from North Carolina. Really? So, it feels oh like God. everything is happening in Atlanta. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> Listen, you have to move. No, I'm just kidding. I like North, you know what? I really do like North Carolina. I keep saying I need to do an event in North Carolina, but the you way should. COVID is Come on, and we can do it together. <laughs> yes. The way COVID is set up, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I definitely, God gave me an idea in 2020 and I keep going back to that idea and I saw it in person and God is like, no, this is not a Zoom event. So yeah, I'm going to wait. Mm-hmm. Come on and pull it out. You know, I, 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 it's crazy to me because I've always done online things like my online conference, online events, literally. And in the year of COVID, God spoke to me and said to do a, a faith, a faith tour and so I launched what's called Faith Unleashed, and it's a five-city tour where we host different events with the mission being, you know, teaching women that you can have a boldness for Christ outside of the four walls. And so last year we did it outside. So, um, and literally because of COVID, it's outside. So I don't have, I'm not, I'm not having it inside. So in Atlanta, we're going to be, we're going to be outside, but it's going to be a really, really nice time. We'll have brunch. We'll have vendors. We'll have a panel to come out and to, you know, talk, but I love being able to just not, I don't want to say network. Cause I, I that's such a, like a, you know, like a businessy term, but I, I really like connecting as my girl Tanya told <laughs> you are a connector yeah yes. um i i love having these things because even though i don't live in these cities god's heart dwells in them through us all and it's important Ooh. to connect right like so i love being able to come and people who you know who come who just love god and it's not just like christian influencers it's just like it's just 
I love Jesus and I want to connect with people and I want to see other women in the area who genuinely have a heart for God outside of the four walls. So um, I get excited to, I think that this is becoming my new favorite thing that we do because of that reason. Like we get to connect with people and then people, you know, get to connect with each other. And I love being able to look back and see like they met at this brunch and now they're really great friends. So yeah, I'm excited. It's on March the 12th um, in Atlanta. So I love it. I love it. So, I, of course, I will put all of uh, Lady J's links in the show notes so that you can grab them there for easy access. And then, too, oh, my gosh, when you're talking about uh, Faith Unleashed, oh, felt that thing leap in my spirit. I'm talking about Unleashed, okay? Um, I'm going to to look that up in um, the Strong's Concordant next. <laughs> I am always going to define it. I'm like, wait a minute. Take me back to the root of being unleashed. Can you share That's your findings? Can you share your findings sure with can. me? I need to know. <laughs> that is good. Okay. Unleashed. Um, y'all, because we need to, we need to be unleashed. Even, you know, who we are as Christians in this, in this season, in this time. You know, it needs to be unleashed. We're no more holding on to, you know, the words and the things that God has given us to give. No, let's unleash all of it. Okay. I love it. Well, Lady J, thank you so, so much for this amazing episode. I mean, you done came on here, dropped gems, you done prophesied, you done, you know, gave us a word, you done went through the five love languages. (laughs) (laughs) It's only because you have saturated these podcast streets with your anointing. Woo, I'm telling you, I love it. But y'all, she gave us so much. So we need to have something to try. So let's move on to the A. Let me tell y'all something about the spirit. Woo, my goodness. Wasn't that amazing? I mean, sis just came through with the word. Okay. As I gather myself, (laughs) as I gather myself, let me just remind you that all of her links are in the show notes, but I'll just say that what she just took us through, especially with the love languages is just amazing. Okay. Like how often do we even think about, you know, using a love language with ourselves, you know? So definitely, definitely, definitely make sure that you, one, know what your love language is. If you don't, the link is in the show notes. I got you. I got you. So make sure you know what your love language is. Two, make sure you utilize your love language on yourself. You know, spend some quality time, buy yourself something, do something for yourself. Okay. When I prayed about the official, what I call the application, the A for this episode, God reminded me of something that I want to share with you for our application for today. You know, remember I told you that I don't share anything that either I have not done or God is not working with me on. You know, I do the application the same way you do. And so God reminded me of this pivotal time in my life where I really felt his love because I renewed my vows to him. So one of my friends, actually, she was getting, she was having a vow renewal. And what she wanted all of her single friends to do during that time, so single being not married, she wanted us to renew our vows to God as she renewed her vows 
to her husband. And so what she found in this is just so much opportunity to really work with, you know, singles as well, right? So as I prayed about this episode, God took me back to those vows and he reminded me that what better time to experience his love than for you to write your vows to him. Yep, I know it. Even if you married, if you're single, what have you, I'm asking you to write your vows to God. Maybe you've been rocking with him for a long time. Maybe you just got saved. Maybe, you know, you just need to to renew some things with him, right? Maybe it's a little, you know, it's a little struggle bus over here when you're trying to, you know, walk this kingdom walk. Doesn't matter. His love still surrounds you, okay? So God wants us to renew our vows, all right? What... Would you say to God, if you were writing your vows to him, how would you express your love for him? Imagine yourself at the altar and you have written your vows to God. I want you to state these vows out loud. All right. So I am going to be sharing my vows soon. I'm definitely, I wrote my vows back in 2019 to God And as I looked at my vows now, I'm so proud of what I have written and I definitely want to share them and I'll probably just share them in a post on Instagram, but, um, but I definitely want to share them with people, you know, to let them know that this is possible, right? And when you make this vow to God, it's almost like you're renewing the covenant that you have with him, renewing the commitment that you have with him. Okay. So God is going to just meet you right there where you are. I want you to write your vows. What are you vowing to God? What love notes or sentiments or terms of endearment will you write in your vows to God? Go grab your notebook, go ahead and do it now because he's waiting on your renewal. You got this. So I just want to end this episode as I do every episode with a short word of prayer. So Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, oh God, for who you are. God, we thank you, oh God, that you are love. Father, we thank you, oh God, that you have loved us, oh God, from the moment that we were formed, oh God, before we were formed in our mother's wombs. Father God, I thank you, oh God, that your love has surrounded us on the journey. Father, remind us, oh God, of who you are, God, of who we are, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that your presence, oh God, surrounds us now in this moment. Father God, I thank you now, God, that your love goes before us, oh God, that your love stands beside us, oh God, that your love is within us, oh God. Father God, I thank you now, God, that we can love our neighbors, oh God, the same way that we have loved ourselves, the same way that we love you, Lord. Lord, we thank you now, God, for forgiveness, God. I thank you, God, for forgiveness for anyone, oh God, who has broken our trust, oh God, or has broken anything in us, our hearts, oh Lord, that has caused us to get off track, Lord, with the way that we love, that has caused us to love from our hurtful place. Father God, I speak now, oh God, healing over everyone who is listening to the sound of my voice, oh God. And I thank you now, God, for rising up, oh God, of healing and for 
forgiveness so that we might move past that place of brokenness so that we might move past that place oh god where we have holes and cracks and things in our hearts oh god that aren't filled father god fill us with your spirit now in the name of jesus and we thank you god for your word says oh god that you are love and so father god if we begin to love you oh god if we begin to encounter and to know you oh god then we know exactly what love feels like lord show us every day of our lives your love surround us lord with your love and with people who love us thank you god for being Yahweh. You are the I am. Thank you for being Abba. Father God, you are our father and we come to you, oh Lord. We thank you now, God, that you are love. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you again for tuning in. I am so excited about what God is doing in the lives of everyone that is connected to spirituality. It is because of you that this podcast is prosperous. Speaking of prosperous, if you would like to sow a seed into spirituality or Dr. Latanya Moore, feel free to send it via cash app at the Dr. Moore. That's at T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. I appreciate you so much for joining this journey with me. So follow the journey by hitting subscribe, share the podcast, and follow me on Instagram at the Dr. Moore. You can also hit me up in you know my Gmail. Just send me an email at drlatanyamore at gmail.com. If you are a faith-based entrepreneur, listen, I would love to partner with you. Send me a message and let's connect. This is about to be epic.